Hello everyone, my name is Deborah Odunui and I'm the digital editor of The Centralizer. Today I'm bringing you The Centralizer's very first podcast episode. For our first episode, we have a very special guest, Talene Hamad from Class 282. Talene, do you want to say hello? Hi everyone, I'm Talene. Now Talene, I brought you here because I've heard you're a poet and I want to ask you a few questions about your craft. Is that okay? All right. So to start off, when did you first get into poetry, and what was your first inspiration? Um, I first started poetry uh, when I was pretty young. I think my brother had an assignment for school where he had to write a poem, and of course I was like, oh, my big brother's doing this, I should just do exactly what he does. Obviously that was not the best product I've ever written, <laughs> but um, over the years I got a little more into it, and I really started writing poetry in freshman year when I was in Mr. Canningeyer's class. He did a little lesson on spoken word poetry, and he played a video for us where a girl was reading a poem that she wrote about her father, and that really, really spoke to me, and it just, like, influenced me to start writing, and I was literally just writing words all over my arms and any sheet of paper I could find for the rest of the day, and somehow that became a poem. So does your brother write poetry, too, or is it just you? Yeah, uh, it's just me. It was a school assignment. Um, <laughs> he's not the biggest fan of poetry, sadly. So what do you think is the power behind spoken word poetry, or poetry in general? I think the power behind spoken word really comes from word choice and punctuation. Um, when I'm doing a spoken word poem, obviously it's a little more about the words you choose to use and the performance that goes along with it. Uh, when I read a spoken word poem, I try to like make my body and my tone of voice reflect the emotion that I want to express in my text. Um, I use a lot of repetition in my words to emphasize the things that I really want to bring attention to that I think are most important um, in what I'm trying to say, a message I'm trying to get across. And when I'm doing a poem that's meant to be read on paper, I uh, try to use that same emphasis that I would um, express when I'm performing using punctuation like periods or once again repetition of words and sounds. Out of curiosity, do you prefer spoken word poetry or poetry that's meant to be read? Um, I think spoken word poetry will always have the highest place in my heart. It's just unbeatable for me. So I heard that you won a Scholastic Art and Writing Award for your poem, In the Eye. What was your experience like for you? Um, it was a very interesting experience. I was in uh, the class that we used to have here, English 3 Concentration Creative Writing. And one of the assignments was to submit to the Scholastic Awards. And I was like, huh, I write poetry. There's a poetry section. Why don't I just like give it a shot? So I put together a short collection of poems and then all of a sudden I like forgot about it. And there was just like an email in my box saying, hey, you won gold at regionals. And I was like, oh, okay. And that was really cool. And then I forgot about it again. And then there was another email in my inbox saying, hey, good job, you won nationals. And it still didn't really sink in. Like I got the extra credit for winning, but that was about it. And then like a couple months later when I forgot about it again, uh, a medal showed up at my door. And that was like, wow, I did that. I really did that. So it was kind of like eye-opening. Where it was like, people actually like what I'm writing and it's actually reaching someone that enjoys it. So I heard you actually brought a copy of In the Eye with you. Would you like to read that to everyone? Of course. All right, this is In the Eye. <clears throat> Clear skies and a faint summer breeze. Dewdrops scattered across the grassy plain, left over from yesterday's gentle rain. 
If only you had known sooner. Soft, splendid sensations run across your barren legs that glisten with remnants of bright sun rays. Perfect, peaceful silence surrounds you as you play with the ends of your sunflower yellow dress and watch as it slowly frays. Maybe you could have done something. The blue jay begins to make its presence known as it calls out, simple and yet complex, gentle and yet fierce, peaceful and yet foreboding. Undisturbed white butterflies float around without a clue as a graying ambiance slowly approaches you. Maybe you could have been ready. The howling wind cuts off your tranquil thoughts, demanding immediate attention as it yanks on the perfect curls protruding from your head. On the ground you remain, held down by invisible hands as the sounding shouts continue to invade your mind. Frosty cold water cascades down your face, cousins twice removed of the pleasant dew whose memory spins around in the back of your mind. Zeus's shouts fill the sky, rolling and rumbling, overshadowing the blue jay's subtle warning. Oh, if only you had listened. If only you had realized you were sitting in the eye. That was really good, Talene. Thank you. Uh, can you tell me the inspiration behind that piece? Yeah, with this piece, I really wanted to capture um, kind of what it's saying. The moment where... You're surrounded by a ton of things that are going crazy, but you're able to find that one section of just tranquility. And I feel like it's very easy for people to get lost in that one peaceful moment until they're suddenly wrapped up again in that haze. I just, I, I, I thought that that moment is a very common moment in people's lives and in my life and probably the life <laughs> of a ton of other Central students when they're like forgetting about their homework or forget they have a big test coming up. and. I feel like it's just a beautiful moment, and I feel like the kind of storm that interrupts it is also very beautiful. So do you have any advice for people who want to get into poetry? Um, I'd say my biggest piece of advice is to just try it. Um, when I first started writing poetry, I was very influenced by like the rules of the trade and the things that you have to fit yourself into. And I feel like when I was just able to try writing free verse poetry, where I was able to finally just express myself without any barriers, kind of putting my words into a very specific place. It was very easy for me to um, say what I wanted to say and put down words that I believed had meaning. And once I started getting into it, I was able to then adapt my writing and take better use of like um, alliteration or like purposeful types of poems like I could write a sonnet or a haiku now and still be able to put in the meaning that I could in a free verse poem where I had no rules and structure so the easiest thing is just try to put your thoughts on a piece of paper and see what comes out oh it sounds like you've really grown a lot over your poetry journey thank you <laughs> so how has Centra helped foster your creative spirit um, Central, in a lot of ways, was the founding ground for my creativity. Um, not only was I able to learn about different types of poetry in my English class freshman year, but I was also able to join uh, clubs that really helped me look at other people's poems and see what they were doing with their works that helped influence my own. Um, I became a part of Mirror freshman year, and now I'm a literature editor of Mirror, so I can say that stuck around a lot. And being able to read and review other people's works and kind of try to guess where they come from during the meetings really influenced um, what I thought could be turned into a poem. And then during my sophomore year, virtual year, 
um, I also joined the Free Verse Poetry Club, which I am also now the president of, so things stick around here. Um, and that was just an amazing space for me to be able to be prompted into writing certain poems. In the Eye was a part of a prompt from uh, Free Verse Poetry Club, and one of my favorite poems I wrote, Power, was another prompt from that poetry club. And it really just allowed me a space where I could dedicate time into my work and get other people's opinions on my work, seeing other people's works, and just really surrounding myself with poetry. So speaking of the Free Verse Poetry Club, can you give us like a description of what you guys do there? Yeah, um, so I've kind of adapted Free Verse a little more and uh, we do monthly poetry slams now. They're non-competitive. We meet in the library every month and it's an opportunity for everyone to present a themed piece of work. Um, during our normal club meetings, uh, we explore a lot of different types of poetry. I give feedback to anyone who wants it. We're very explicit with um, saying that people don't have to share what they write. If they don't want feedback on their work, if they only wasn't, want to listen to others, they are perfectly allowed to do so. We want to make it the most adaptive space for people to immerse themselves in the craft. Um, I do help people explore different types of poetry and try to push them outside their box. Like during my last meeting, I had everyone write their least favorite type of poem. So it's not always the most um, easy space to fit into when you just want to like do what you're used to. But I think it is an awesome space for um, helping you grow your writing skill and what you put in like your category of what you write which I kind of just wanted to make sure the club did what it did for me, for other people, which is put me outside of the box I placed myself in. That's a really noble cause, Talene. Thank you. <laughs> so for anybody that's listening and is interested in joining the club, can you tell them where you meet and when? Absolutely. We meet every Monday after school in the library. If it is a normal meeting day, we will be in the computer lab. And if it's a slam day, we will be right in the center of the library where all the desks are. Sounds good. So do you have any plans for after you graduate? Uh, yeah, a little unrelated to poetry. I plan on majoring in biology, and I want to minor in chemistry and creative writing. So the writing's still there, just not the focus. Um, I do hope to self-publish poetry books soon. Um, and hopefully when I get into college and take some classes on creative writing, that'll help me um, improve my writing and be able to do so. Um, I, I really hope that poetry stays with me for the rest of my time in college and after so. Um, and I think that it's also influencing my love for science because um, I'm able to write poems with more uh, broad topics like bringing in some scientific aspects into the poems and also viewing articles in a more creative way. So you think being a part-time poetry writer could be a possible career for you? Absolutely. Honestly, I currently can't see myself living without writing poetry. Um, I, I tend to write poetry at least one time a day, and all of those poems tend to add up, and I feel like just leaving there, leaving them in my notes app and not doing anything with them would make it not as worthwhile. I think sharing poetry and giving poetry to others is a big part of writing poetry. So do you have any favorite poems that you've written, and why are they your favorite? Um, I think the favorite, or my favorite poem that I've written has been Power, and I really like that poem because I'm very big on female empowerment, which is what the poem's about. Um, I like to use my words to give strength to people, if I can, um, and that poem was also written in Free Verse Poetry Club, one of the first poems I wrote in that club, and based off of one of my favorite characters from a book, um, Isabel Lightwood from uh, Cassandra Clare's The Mortal Instruments, if anyone knows what that is. Mm -hmm. 
so what is the process of you writing start to finish? Like, does it take you a long time to write a piece, a short time to write a piece? Oh, that really varies. <laughs> um, I Like I mentioned earlier, I think, um, I'll write poems with prompts sometimes, but other times I, I really won't. Like, I'll just be like walking around and I'll see something that's like, hey, that'll make a good poem. Um, <laughs> the poems that I tend to just think of on the fly tend to come a little faster. Um, I've written poems in less than a minute. I've written poems in more than three months. Um, a poem that I'm working on right now, I have been working on for like about two months and it's still not done because I'm still not happy with what I want it to express. On the other hand, I wrote a poem this morning about writing poetry and <laughs> I finished it in like five minutes, I want to say. And I feel like I just always have a ton of thoughts bouncing around in my mind. I'm always writing poetry. I always have a ton of starting lines that I don't know where I want to go with, don't know what it needs to be about. And I just kind of float around until they end up on a sheet of paper. And eventually that sheet of paper may become a poem. And if it doesn't, it'll go right back in my mind and maybe become a part of another poem in some way, shape, or form. But really, it's just unpredictable. Hmm. All right. So I think that's about all the questions we have for you. Do you have any final thoughts or closing ideas that you want to talk about? Um, I just want to thank you for this awesome experience. It was really fun to be able to talk with you on the podcast. Well, we want to thank you, for Tleen, for participating. Can you tell everyone once again when the Free Verse Poetry meets? Uh, Free Verse Poetry Club meets every Monday after school in the library, either in the main section or in the computer lab. Hopefully you stop by. All right, everybody. So that'll be it for today's episode. I really hope you liked it, and I hope you tune in for more. Goodbye. Bye.